It's time to take the edge off with The Edge Agency. Pour yourself a glass of wine, kick back and relax while we ask the tough questions and get down to the nitty gritty of being a business owner. This is Alex Radford and Lindsay Hogan on Take the Edge Off podcast. We're here today with our guest, Rebecca Black. Hello. Thank you. Hi. I'm so excited to be here. We're, We're so happy to have you too. Okay. Rebecca's the founder of Jambos. So for those who don't know, can you just go ahead and tell everybody a little bit about what is Jambos? Okay. So Jambos. Well, first, thank you. This is so exciting. You're so welcome. Thank you for having me. Um, champagne is here. I'm feeling just ready to go. So um, Jambos is like my whole heartbeat. So Jambos is a nonprofit organization and we exist to bring comfort to kids in foster care by providing them with brand new pajamas. So love do it. you love pajamas? Yeah, yes. we do. I'm obsessed. Um, I would be wearing them now, but it's yes. appropriate. So. Okay. So I know that you started Jambos how many years ago? Um, our third birthday is at the end of this month. Okay. So I would love for you to share just a little about the growth and like you started Jambus, I'll say kind of as a passion project, but yeah. now it's like your full blown career. Yes. So I think that's something so many people want is like, how do I merge my passion with money right. and making it a real career? Right. So was it hard? How long did it take? Like, yeah. So, um, First of all, it doesn't feel like work when you're doing what you love, right? That's what I always say is like, I wake up in the morning, I'm like, I don't really need the alarm clock because I'm passionate about it. So it's like, let's get up and get going. So it doesn't feel like work when you finally get in the groove, but you mm -hmm. are working your tail off. All you're doing is working. You right. you know, your phone is in your hand all the time. You're booking meetings. You're having conversations. You're talking about this all the time, but because you're passionate about it, hopefully it doesn't feel like you're it's worth it. Right. Right. Yeah. It doesn't feel like you're like pressing in on people. You're like, let me tell you what's going on. And you're yeah. so excited. So um, when I started Jambos, you're right. It was just kind of a, I knew along the way, like my whole life, I've just had a heartbeat for kids kind of in that transition, like adoption, mm -hmm. foster care, like, but I didn't really know what to do with it. So it was just kind of in my heart. And I was like, huh, I wish I could do something someday. Yeah. And I just felt this press of like, start where you are and use what you can. And that's not really my mojo. Like I like everything branded be like beautifully. Mm -hmm. I want all the nice boxes. I want the business cards, the website, the layout. I want everything to be perfect before I jumped in. Right. And I just really felt like it was like time to just get started and all of those elements would come. Yeah. And so um, that's just what I did. I contacted a friend of mine who could make graphics. Like, a, mm -hmm. And I was like, I just need a little flyer that says we're doing a pajama drive. And my goal was to collect 843 pairs of pajamas for our county. So that's how many kids were in care at that time. Mm -hmm. And so in our first drive, we collected like 220 pair of pajamas and it was like wild. Like mm -hmm. everybody wanted to be a part. There were kids in pajamas, adults mm -hmm. in pajamas. It was so much fun. We just partnered with some women's small groups at church and it just, everyone was like, we want to do this. We want to do this. And it just started kind of to bleed. Mm -hmm. And um, I was like, oh yeah. And I would talk about it as though we had been around for years. We've <laughs> yeah. been doing this. Like, hey, <laughs> oh, we have systems in place for yeah. sure. And I would get to my car and be like, how am I going to do this? <laughs> okay. Um, not that I was lying, but that I was kind of lying. Right. But, um, but that was really the, the beginning of it. It was, yeah. you know, I really wanted anybody to be a part that could be, um, obviously I had to get a, my mind around like, who is my target audience? Who would want to do this with us? Mm -hmm. And I just went after those, those people. Yeah. And so, um, 
from one pajama drive, it became, you know, in our first year, we did 52 pajama drives. Mm -hmm. And then did we repeated it again in year two? And it just has been a wild ride. So that 843 goal blew out of the water. We ended up serving five, over 5,000 kids in our first year. Oh, my gosh. Awesome. Right. <laughs> and then the second year technically was the global pandemic, which... Yeah. Yay. <laughs> that was fun. Um, how many so pajamas fun. that year? So in our second year, we distributed right under 6,000 okay. during a pandemic, wow. which I'm not trying to toot my own horn, but somebody blow the horn. Like yeah. that was awesome. Yeah. But we brought in um, 16,299 yeah. pair. Wow. So it was amazing. amazing. And so, yeah. and that was double growth from with the bring in mm -hmm. from what we had done the year before. Right. Um, and now we're walking right on into year three. And yeah. it's just, I mean, it's a wild ride. Yeah. It's been crazy. So have you ever wanted to quit? No, never. Mm -mm. But, um, that is good. That was one of our questions. It's like, okay, when it turns, when your passion mm -hmm. turns into work, mm -hmm. right. Mm -hmm. It turns into your career and right. turns into that environment. Like, how do you keep it going? Well, how do you I not want to be like, ah, oh, I can't by nature. I'm a starter. So mm -hmm. I love to start the fire, but I'm looking around all the time for somebody to keep this sucker yeah. because I am a starter, love to start things, but don't make me like keep this fire going. I need people around <laughs> me to keep it going. Right. And there have been days where I've had to tell myself like rest. I saw mm -hmm. a quote one time, probably on Pinterest. It's like, mm -hmm. when you want to quit, consider rest. Mm -hmm. And so you have to like, f like give yourself a moment to be like, Rebecca, you deserve to take the morning yeah. off. Yeah. You were having, you know, conversations over the Super Bowl. Like I was at a Super Bowl party talking to somebody about Jambos. And I'm like, don't forget, you're always flipping working. Yeah. Like yeah. take yeah. the Monday morning and, yeah. you know, do yeah. what you want to do. But Don't you, you love when you give yourself permission to do that? Yeah. Sometimes I pray to the Lord and I'm like, Lord, I need you to treat me like your child. Mm -hmm. Like I don't want to be an adult right now. Mm -hmm. Like mm -hmm. just coddle me for a yeah. second. Well, you know, as a mom, like you look at your kid and like he's like or she's like fussy and you just look mm -hmm. at a friend and he's like, he's overtired. Yeah. He yes. Right? That's like, so true. That's me. Like the Lord's like, yeah. girl, you overtired. <laughs> like lay down. You don't yeah. have to sleep. Just rest your bones. Yeah. yeah. That's <laughs> what I say to my kids. I'm like, nobody's making yeah. you take a nap. Yeah. Just, just lay down. down. <laughs> Yeah, but that's true. And then they end up passing. Yeah, out. and then you're like literally yeah. out for hours. Yeah. You wake yeah. up and you're like, what day is it? <laughs> yes. yes. I'm thinking of that Bible verse. Is it Jeremiah or Elijah or someone? He's like freaking out. And God's like, why don't you just take a nap mm -hmm. and eat a snack? Yeah. Amen. And then he wakes and up amen. and he's like, I'm back at it. Yes. I'm fine. Someone put that on my tombstone. Yeah. Why don't you rest and get a snack, lady? <laughs> Seriously. That's me. Yeah. I love it. So I was going to ask about your leadership style because oh. I love your leadership. Oh, thank because you. Because Rebecca so and I used to work together and me, don't forget me. Yeah, we all used oh, yeah. to work together at the edge agency. <laughs> and I always like, I liked that when you went off to do jambos and do your own thing, mm -hmm. like you led in your own way. Mm -hmm. And I'm so used to this corporate leadership where it's like, have your ducks in a row, do everything perfect. Mm -hmm do overwork. It's almost like a rite of passage. Like you need to be always available answering your phone. And I know you work hard, but I feel like your leadership style is so you. Yes. So that's what I like love about you. Yeah. Well, thank you. Yeah. Um, here's the thing. We're really good at being ourselves. Mm -hmm. yeah. Quit trying to fit a circle into a square. I'm sitting here in high top yeah. sneakers and a blazer. Like <laughs> I'm it. not this you and you're me. not me, yeah. you know, yeah. and I learned this actually being in the local church ministry is like God's gifted all of us in certain ways. If Alex came into Jambos and tried to lead, people would be like, who is this girl? She's not, mm -hmm. this is not her mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. This is not her realm, mm-hmm. you know? Even mm-hmm. when I was doing edge stuff, I was like, do I, what am I doing? Like, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm okay at this, but like, I'm not, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I didn't feel like me. Right. And so like when you lean into and become very comfortable with who you are, even things that you don't like doing in leadership become easier. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't like having hard conversations with people. I hate like coaching and not criticizing, but that, that constructive mm-hmm. criticism, those mm-hmm. awkward, hard, yeah. critical conversations. I hate that. Right. Well, Rebecca doesn't like to do that. So what does Rebecca do? She makes it about the other person and she makes it almost fun. Mm -hmm. How can we coach this? How can we support you? How can, but like when I'm trying to be somebody, I'm not, Mm -hmm. it feels weird to like, and here's your review. Like, (laughs) (laughs) no, I don't do that. You know, I'm like, okay, so let's get colored pencils out and talk about how we did this year. You know, like it's just, (gasps) I get to be me and I'm in my skin and the people on the other side of the table, they show, I think they show grace for the things I'm not great at because they're like, Oh, that's just not her. And yeah. I'll be candid with you. Hey, I'm not great at this, but we're going to get through it together. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, yeah. Another piece of leadership thing that I, or leadership style I think is really important is I never ask someone to do something I haven't done mm-hmm. myself. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to work with parking team at the church. Mm-hmm. And if I just was like, I have my walkie talkie in the lobby. So if you guys need anything in the rain. No, I'm out there right. in the rain with them. They've probably seen dancing. Me, right. Probably <laughs> dancing. Right. Or like they've seen me, you know, neck deep in, you know, traffic. Yeah. They've seen me in the panic right. and in the hustle bustle. And that was important to yeah. me. And that's important to me at Jambos. Um, our ops director is like, you know, oh, Rebecca doesn't touch the pajamas anymore because she messes it up. I love her dearly. <laughs> She's being playful. But like I have rolled my fair share yeah. of pajamas, yeah. you know, so I just yeah. it's fun to be able to say I did what you're doing. Now mm-hmm. let's do it. Together. Right. Right. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. I remember when we were working at Edge and you would just come into meetings and you were just like, oh, I feel such a pull to mm-hmm. be with Jambos. And we would just all like pray over you, which was mm-hmm. on a side note, such a cool place to be yes. where you can be so supported. And it was so open. It wasn't like you ever had to hide Jambos, mm-hmm. which was right. wonderful. But there was definitely a moment where you didn't know when mm-hmm. you're supposed to jump over. And then all of a sudden you did. Yes. Tell us how you knew. Well, first I, I say, if it's keeping you up at night, you need to wrestle that down. Yeah. Um, I'm not saying that it's definitely from the Lord because there are things I think that aren't of the Lord that will keep you up at night. Mm-hmm. But I knew this was from God. Like from the time I was a kid, I knew that the Lord had this for me. So um, it kept me up at night. I was losing sleep. I was incredibly irritable. I was snapping. I was lackadaisical with like my work here. I could feel myself like dropping the ball. I could feel myself like, oh, I'll do that at the last minute. And I was like, first of all, that isn't fair to Edge. That's not fair to, I had like four jobs when I worked here. I don't know if you remember that. But like I was like selling home inspections, working for Edge, doing like working at Chick-fil-A drive-thru, I think. Which you were working in the gym. I was working at the gym. I literally would like come in here. Six like that year. I really did. Like I'm sure my parents were like, how did you feed those grandbabies? We can't, we can't watch. It's a train. But like, I had to eat, okay? But I definitely was like, Jambos just keeps me up at night. And um, I don't know where I heard this. We'll give someone credit in my life. But I heard something, someone tell me one time, you'll never take the island if you don't burn the ships. Mm -hmm. And so I would never run full speed, giving full career energy to Jambos if I didn't burn other options of income. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that's the most responsible thing in the world. And like, you really have to take a 30,000 foot look at your life right, and say like, right. can I truly do yeah, this? Right. Yeah. Like, let's be good stewards yeah, here. Yeah, but yeah. like, I really felt like, 
over and over and over, the Lord had proven to me, which he has to do because I'm stubborn, but he had proven to me, I got you. I will provide Mm -hmm. for you. I have the people around you. And like, I had been nurturing those relationships for Mm -hmm. years. Mm -hmm. Like I didn't, I had no idea. Some of the, like some of the people that I had met along the way are some of the biggest, like donors, contributors, volunteers of Jambos now. I'm like, I met them five years ago. How did this, right? But he had planted along the way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. um, And I really had to just say, all right, I surrender. I'm going to burn every ship so that I can nurture this island and I can make this. And I did it. Um, he did it, but like yeah. I was just hands and feet, right? Like, yeah. how proper of me, <laughs> sucker! I worked, okay. But like, but right. Yeah. But if I had other options, well, he picked you. Well, yeah. right, and yeah. and so I had to really embrace that. And like, I have so many stories of him at the kind of like the last minute, like he loves to, he do loves that. it. You know, loves I got down to last like minute a dollar and 12 cents in the bank account. And I'm looking at him like, oh, that's a great idea. Why don't you trust my plan? Chick-fil-A drive, they're still paying, you know, but you know, and Just then living on the edge live, all the literally, time, literally, literally. Tip- Tipping. Yeah. Oh, keep, yeah. Keep I always it. say I'm going to write a, like, even if it's just like a little quick blog about the time I literally had like a dollar left in my yeah. bank and yeah. I won't get off on this tangent, but I Do used it. to work for a wireless mm-hmm. company mm-hmm. 15 years ago. Like my oldest daughter wasn't even born. I was mm-hmm. like a child mm-hmm. anyway. And somehow there was a dispute and commission pay or something. And I had just moved into my own place that I could not afford. Mm-hmm. And my parents had moved away. I had gone through a breakup. I was like survivor Island. Mm-hmm. All of my jobs I had quit. And it was a dollar. I was thinking to myself, like, who's going to pay, who can I call right now that I can borrow to pay my electric bill? I literally mm-hmm. thought this. Mm-hmm. I went to my mailbox and there was a check for $9,000 from a mishap 15 years ago mm-hmm. on commission. And I was like, Lord, I will be darned. He knew you wouldn't save it, so I he know, saved it for you. He's like, homegirl's going to need this when she finally takes the lead. Wow. But it was like, He's done that to me before. I've gotten like a random medical bill. When does medical? When do medical bills pay you back? Never. Yeah. I was like, never. I would have already spent that for us all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yeah. I just sat down on the floor, and it was a cool moment though because my kids got to see it. Yeah. And they were like, "Mom, why are you crying?" And I was like, "Don't you ever forget that he will provide for you." Yeah. When I'll cry, I'm gonna cry. Yeah. But don't forget that he will provide yeah. for you, and and he is so true to his promise. Don't you dare mm-hmm. forget it. And they're like, "What are you talking about?" I was like, "Don't you forget." <laughs> They will remember, they remember it when they're forever. older. Yeah. They're going to remember that. Yeah. They will. So, Keep pouring into them yeah. whether they know what you're talking about or yeah. not. And teach it like you're talking to yourself. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it will float back to the top later. Yeah. it was. That was wow. a really neat moment in the oh, Jambos yeah. journey. So. so it was a lot of keeping you up at night. Oh, yeah. And then it was mm-hmm. one big faith step. Yeah. At church, I yesterday, mm-hmm. ironically, Louie was talking about, um, I got a passion, Louie Giglio. For, the, for anyone who's looking for the story. We're on a first name basis yeah, with right. me. This is not a paid ad, but it could be if you wanted it to be. Thank you, amen. This is the Holy Spirit. Oh, my gosh. Yes. So he was talking about, you know, your plans and where to go and how to make them his and so on and so forth. Um, basically, one of the things was he was like, a lot of people ask me how I know when it's time to do something mm-hmm. or when to move. And he gave one specific example and said he was walking on a beach. And he had taken like a three-week sabbatical. And this was very, very, very early in his ministry. Like passion was not even named. It was not even a thing. He was still in Texas ministering to college students. And he said he was walking. And then all of a sudden, he just stopped. And he said, it's time. I just know. And he turned around and he walked back to his condo. And then he like made some calls. And he said, I don't know how to explain it. But all I know is every single time when the Lord has moved me, I just know. Yes. 
at a time. Yes. Was that how yes, it was? Absolutely. It is. Um, the Lord uses people in my life um, to like speak to me, but they don't really know they're doing it. Right. Yes, he so, talked about that too. Yeah. Like, I'm like, why, why did you know I needed to hear that? Yeah. Like a random, yeah. A random lady that was a volunteer at the church who I don't even know. Even today, like, I'm like, what was her name? Wow. But she, she said, can I take time with you in the coffee shop? And I was like, sure. I'm thinking, yes, more volunteers. Like I'm trying <laughs> to like raise my numbers. Right. She was like, I just really have a heart for women who have an entrepreneurial spirit. And like you came to mind and I was like, Lord, like this woman does not know me from wow. Adam. Like what? And, and that type of thing would just keep happening. Wow. And, um, and it really is like you, it's kind of like um, women's intuition. You know, when like you're in a moment and you're like, I feel like something ain't right here. Or like, mm -hmm. I feel like I need to leave this party I'm at. Or like, mm -hmm. this guy I'm on a date yeah. with. You're kind of yeah. sketch. Yeah. Like, you just feel that yeah. woman, mom, gut yeah. thing. Yeah. It's like that. You can't explain <laughs> yeah. it to a yeah. man. Not that he yeah. doesn't have the brain to understand it. But like, you yeah. can't explain yeah. it. You're yeah. just like, I just kind of have this feeling. And you, yeah. and when you do it, you sleep like a baby. Yeah. Oh, you rest so well. You're like, I did it. Wow. And yeah, that's how, that's kind of like what you were saying. That's kind of how you I just knew. knew. I just needed Was to Was there it. anything that you got in order before you moved? Were you like, okay, I'm going to move, but let me like, <laughs> before I do, I'm going to have X amount of dollars in the bank or well, I'm going to sell my house. I love, I love both of you for thinking my brain works that way, but I'm Enneagram <laughs> 7 and I'm like, I, I went to Kenya, came back with $12 in my bank account and resigned my job. So if there that's what you mean, then yes. Um, no, I am not that way. Um, and he still provides. It doesn't does. matter how prepared you are. If oh. it's your calling, just yeah. jump into it because. Yeah. 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 But because here's the deal. You know? Like it's kinda like again, I keep using mom references, but like who's ready to get pregnant? Not a single yeah. soul. I don't care how how ready you think you yeah. are. It's mm -hmm. like when you have a birthing plan. Every friend of mine that's had a birthing plan, they're like, mm -hmm. and this is how it will go and labor and labor. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, home girl, it is not gonna go yeah, like that. Put your paper away. Your <laughs> right. But that's but you know, you you can prepare, prepare, prepare. Yeah, yeah. But I think God sees that. I think you yeah. and I had lunch and I was like, He sees your steps in oh, the right Mark, direction. Yeah. I have that yeah. saved in my phone. Yeah. Right. Same. Like yeah, he sees, so he sees yeah. you work. He's like, all right, girl, you're getting it. Yeah. Come on now. Yeah. And then when it does catch on fire, you're like, ha I can do this. <laughs> yes. But yeah, I'm an Enneagram seven and I could yeah. care less about the plan. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even know we have a plan. I love that. Yeah. So mm -hmm. when I left corporate or left corporate America, I did have a plan. Y'all know y'all were there for yep. me, like mm -hmm. panicking through mm -hmm. it. But looking back. I'm like, I really don't think I needed to do it that way. Right. Like, I sold my house before I left because I wanted, like, money in the bank to make sure, like, right. I'm protected. Mm -hmm. And looking back, I'm like, I think I could have done it, like, without doing all of that. Yeah. Hindsight's mm -hmm. 2020, you know. Mm -hmm. But because I was, as you're saying this, I'm like, well, if you're, like, a really bold, like, going to jump quick, then, of mm -hmm. course, God's going to provide right. big. And if your personality is a little more, like, okay, I need a lot of preparation, then he may provide, like, bit by bit that goes with like your personality, but maybe not. Maybe like well, he think, loves the big faith stuff. Yeah. And I think too, is that some of that preparation and like, I, I mean, it was, you built oh, Jambos for a while. Right. In my heart yeah. and in my dreams and in my lay down and my like at night, I'm like, Oh, what if we did today? Like, of course I'm dreaming and like, I'm not like formal about writing it down, but I will say if you're going to, if you're going to have the guts to jump, you had better have had some tools in your toolbox mm -hmm. to like put out some big fires yeah, because yeah. Right. But that's with anything. That's good. That's, that's with anything. Yeah. Um, so, but if you're going to have the guts to jump, I saw someone um, said something one time. It was like, um, 
if you're an entrepreneur that needs words of encouragement constantly, you're not an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. And like, I felt that a little yeah. bit because I was like, well, I really like to be encouraged. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can I get a tap on the back? Can I get, go girl, get back out there. But like, but like, honestly, yeah. kind of like if you're going to be gutsy, yeah. you're going to be gutsy. Yeah. So, yeah. um, you, yeah, you kind of have to approach it with that, um, yeah. mentality, but yeah. I love, I love that. That's so good. Thanks. Yeah. So our next question, you touched on it a little bit. You've made some mom references. Mm-hmm. So you're a single mom. I am. Three daughters. Yes. So I'm also a single mom. Actually, we're all single moms here. Yeah. Technically. Um, technicality on that <laughs> one of them. Semantics. <laughs> next. <laughs> Pour the champagne. But, like, how is it balancing, like, the kids and work? I mean, I know you're just kind of, like, constantly juggling it all. But do you have anything that you're, like, you know, I couldn't do it if not for this or, you know, even um, like jumping in entrepreneurship as a single mom, okay. a lot of people jump in. I think when they have, like I said, some, like a husband behind them, mm-hmm. who's like, if this doesn't work, we're going to be fine. Right. Kind of deal. Right. You didn't have that. No. Um, here's what I've learned about this journey. Number one, my kids have built this with me. I might cry. My children have built this with me. They have carried pajamas. They have gone to events. They have worn the t-shirt. They have colored the, you know, the prayer cards. They have been 100% in it. Lil Reagan takes the trash out. Love her. Like, I just love her. So these kids built this too. Um, And it is my passion that I am bleeding into my family. I want them to see, but I'm hoping that they're taking away leadership skills like yeah. i want them to have a heart for yeah. what we're doing right yeah. but like i i hope that they're seeing women in a, a position of leadership mm-hmm. i hope they're seeing a servant leader mm-hmm. mom i hope they're seeing and that like we're giving ourselves away that's what i hope they see mm-hmm. now all of the like big celebrations for jambos and like our organization blew up quick like there's a lot of like articles podcasts people mm-hmm. want to talk to jambos mm-hmm. and yeah. i hope that they see that but like yeah. what i hope more is that they see our heart yeah. And that their heart is poured into as well. Yeah. Um, and I would recommend like anybody that has kids, either you're married or not married or whatever your situation may be, invite, invite, invite your kids mm-hmm. to be a part. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We work constantly. But what can my kids be doing to be alongside me? Yeah. Even when it takes you a few extra minutes to help Reagan carry the trash, she thinks and she mm-hmm. knows she's a part of our yeah. team. And I mean, we don't no child labor or anything, but like <laughs> I want her to see that this is something that she's also building. And so invite your kids to be a part because yeah. it's easy. And, you know, I'm not good at it. My kids know mommy's on the phone all the time. Mommy's building an Instagram post. Mommy's doing. But like. I wish I was better at it. I think I have a little bit of a hold on it, but like, I don't want them to see me constantly grinding without including them. Right. Yeah. Right. So that's a piece that has been kind of important to me is like, yeah. at least they're right. like bought in with you. Right. Yeah. Right. You know? Well, and you know, like Reagan went to school for career day and she came downstairs in high tops and a, and a Jambos t-shirt with a backwards baseball cap. Stop. And I was like, Reagan, are you ready for your day? And she was like, I'm going as you for career day. <laughs> and I was like, I've never oh. been like, you know what? That's it. I don't need anything else yeah. in motherhood. Like yeah. she's watching yeah. and they're watching yeah. and the good, the bad and the ugly. Mm-hmm. And when mommy's a workaholic, cause they know I am mm-hmm. and I can be, yeah. I have to really, again, rest, pause yeah. and embrace, yeah. you know? So yeah, I hope they, I hope they love me. And one of them better take over Jambos when I die. <laughs> I was going to say, I would be Reagan. That's she's been I taking say. that trash out. She's here for it. <laughs> That's what I say about Tristan. He's taking a marketing class right now, and yes. all he's learning is entrepreneurship. So he's asking all these questions now about entrepreneurship, and it's like he's finally realizing what I do for the yeah. first time mm-hmm. ever. Yeah. 
And I'm like, yeah, I hope you like that class because <laughs> we're going to need some help down the road yeah. when I'm ready to, yeah. you know, call yes. it a day with this. But all right. So we hear you have a word of the year. Yes. Tell us more about that. What does it mean? And okay. what is it? Okay. So I started this a few years ago. And let me say last year, let me talk about last year really quick. Last year, my word, I had two words, ask and pause. I don't pause well. Oh my gosh. The Lord give me rest. And I laugh. Yeah. I was like, come on. And then the pause. country shut down and I was on maternity leave and I was like, okay. <laughs> and it. when you say rest, you really mean it. <laughs> Got it. Yeah. That was me. You know, my word was ask. I was so afraid to ask for funding with Jambos. It was paralyzing. That's why I wouldn't do it. I'm not asking you for money. I'll ask you for pajamas. Yeah. I'm not asking you for money. Yeah. Um, but I got my mind around that during 2020. And then the word pause, I went to a prayer meeting at church, told the girl at the front who I found, later found out was like a big wig leader in this church. I didn't know. And they prayed over me and she was like, do you have a word for the year? And I was like, yeah, it's pause. That night I broke my foot and it was like, could not in four places and could not even move. And I was like, I got it. Wow. <laughs> I got it. So yeah. So pause was a big one for me because I don't pause well. I am right. a thousand miles an hour. And sometimes I'm really proud of the battery that God put in me. Like I'm fast. Mm -hmm. I can, mm -hmm. I'm a Hemi, put it all on me and let's run. But yeah. like sometimes you got to just rest and pause. Yeah, yeah. And, um, and not every conversation is an action. Like, Oh, I had a great conversation with X, Y, and Z. Now let's move on it. No, let's pause and pray and like mm -hmm. wait and then move on. It. Yeah. I love that. I don't really do that. Well. I'm not good at that. Um, but then this year, my word is value. Because um, I really feel like the Lord has has given me um, this vision for the people in my life, the people in our organization, the people that I'm doing this with. I need to be pouring value into them and they need to be pouring value into me. Who am I surrounding myself with? Are these people that are helping me grow, helping my girls grow? Who is my village? Like your village needs to be bringing value to your life. Mm -hmm. um, not just in a selfish motive. Like I want to be pouring into you too. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I, I take a step back and I'm like, who am I inviting into my circle all the time? Mm -hmm. And this is more of a personal thing. This isn't necessarily for Jambos. This meant mindset. Now for the Jambo side, value is like we have such a heart for defects workers, social care, like social workers, like foster care agencies. We just want to serve them so well and add value to their, I mean, y'all, y'all know I've said they are overworked and underpaid yeah. and they're the unsung heroes of this community, yeah. like seriously. Um, and we are constantly trying to add value to um, the experiences that they have. And then how can we add value? Even just if it's an additional pair, you know, of pajamas, the additional order that comes into them, we want so badly for them to win. And I think that the root of a win is, is a value add. Mm -hmm. So value is my big word for 2021. I love that. Yeah. yeah. I feel like you've given us so many good, like pieces <laughs> of advice today, yes. but we've got one more question for oh, you. Oh gosh. I feel like this one's going to be personal. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe not. Okay. What is the greatest piece of advice you've ever been given? Or that's a big question. I know it takes a minute to think about. If you have like a recent piece of advice you've been given or something that you're like, this is like, I'm so glad I heard this piece of information. Oh, wow. Okay. So I'm going to actually say two. Sorry. Okay. My seventh grade social studies teacher would always be like, raise my hand. I have two questions. <laughs> to this day, if we called Charlotte Bumgarner right now, she would say, I have two things to say. I always said that. So I have two. So my dad, when I was a little girl, my dad worked away 
like every day, like Monday through Friday. And then he would come home and be with us on the weekend. So to drop us off at school, my mom was the one that always took us to school. Well, on the days my dad would take us to school, which were kind of few and far between, he would always open up the van door and he would say, go show people Jesus, use words if you have to. Oh, and yeah, that, I, that I have it on a sign in my living room. I say it to my girls when they get out of the car, like be kind to someone who doesn't have friends, like show people Jesus, use words if you need to. Mm-hmm. Um, it gives me chills. But I think that's so important. And I think that a lot of Christians and a lot of, um, I'll just say Christians, mm-hmm. we could be doing this world a huge service if we would just show people Jesus and shut up. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to preach, but I could, no. <laughs> <laughs> I could on that, but just be quiet and show people Jesus. Yeah. If you got to use words. Okay. But there are lots of ways you can show people Jesus without even saying a word. So there's that. The other piece actually comes from Lauren Tatum, our household <laughs> hero here. Okay. Um, she says you can have growth or you can have control, yeah. but you can't have both. Now, mm-hmm. shout out to all my original gangster control freaks. <laughs> I, I cannot, I can have that in me. I've been yeah. told, um, I have a little bit of a control thing. I want to know what's next. I want to know how mm-hmm. fast we're getting there. I want to know mm-hmm. how quick we need to be climbing. I love to move the ball by myself. I, <laughs> I like to move the ball down the field by myself. Um, cause I know that we're going to get there. And, um, if I do it, which isn't mm-hmm. true, by the way, that's right. a total lie. Right. Like surround yourself with a team of people that can mm-hmm. get you down the field. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have wanted to have control. Um, and I think honestly, the, the reason Jambos works is because I've let go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I want growth. I want impact. I want difference making. And mm-hmm. that doesn't come with a leader that has their hands gripped so yeah. tightly around yeah. their own agenda or their own plan. Like let go a little bit. Mm-hmm. If you enjoyed that podcast with Rebecca Black and loved hearing more about Jambos, make sure to visit jambosdonates.com or text Jambos to 44321. Thank you so much for listening to Take the Edge Off podcast. We hope this gives you some insight into the nitty gritty world of entrepreneurship. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at The Edge Agency for podcast updates and more about what we're up to. 